Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Woo, we made it through another week. Today's show I'm excited to share with you guys because there's one story in particular that really just, you know, I feel it inside. I feel it inside. Sports is an amazing thing, and I can't wait to share this with you guys. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Our guy, Steven Sai, uh, joined the University of Hawaii in Las Vegas for this past weekend's Mountain West Media Days, right? Um, all the teams, like I said last week, came together with the coach, the head coach, and a few select players uh, to join in, for the first time, some in-person interviews, which I'm sure was, was amazing, felt normal. This is what we do in sports. We have interviews in person with media. Uh, and so the Mountain West recognized three uh, University of Hawaii football players as preseason all-conference. Calvin Turner Jr., Mr. Do-It-All, uh, Cortez Davis, defensive back, and middle linebacker Darius Muasau were all recognized as preseason uh, all-conference players. Now, Calvin Turner Jr., it's an interesting thing. He was listed as a preseason all-conference punt returner. He never even did any punt returns last year. This tells you how special of a player Calvin Turner Jr. is. You know, he reminds me of like a, an Alvin Kamara uh, of the Saints, where everything just sort of looks effortless. Such a natural ability once they get the ball in their hands to make people miss, to break tackles, and then have the speed to go the distance. Um, I'm excited to watch him play. Uh, I believe that kid is going to be a high draft pick. He should be a high draft pick. Um, and look, Hawaii, you guys should be ready and excited for T.C. Ching's new field uh, and for this team to, to come out there and, and for us to go out and support. And the Mountain West says that Ching field is good enough for now, right? It's, it's, not, a, it's not a forever uh, place, not in my opinion, unless they're planning to build a full capacity stadium that um, adheres to the, the requirements for NCAA Division I, you know, football and, and in the Mountain West. So, you know, it's going to be a great venue. And to dive deeper into those stories, check out Stephen Sai's articles in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. It is a good one. And we're going to stick on the topic of football here in the college ranks. The Pac-12 had their media or is having their media days. And my former teammate and our former University of Hawaii quarterback and coach, Nick Rolovich, who is now the head coach of Washington State, declined to get vaccinated. Personal preference. Everyone's got their personal preferences uh, surrounding that matter. And because of that, he's unable to attend in person. So he's going to be attending via Zoom, which sort of seemed like a normal thing uh, this past year and a half. You know, a lot of things going on on Zoom. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of a sticky situation, right? Getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, you know, whether you have religious beliefs or other beliefs surrounding um, that situation. But regardless... 
Rolo is a dude that, that gets, his, gets it done. He gets the job done. Right? That's why he you know, got that opportunity at Washington State and uh, is trusted to do what he needs to do. So um, good luck to him. I know last year was sort of a, 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 a weird year for everybody, but for Washington State, they really only played a couple games. And so I know he's excited after having a full offseason, spring, full training camp this year to really show what they can do over there. And they got a few local boys there as well. So good luck, guys. That's right. UFC fight night happening tomorrow. We got local boy Puna Hele Soriano, more known as Puna, taking on Brendan Allen. Uh, Puna is undefeated in the middleweight division. He's an up-and-comer, and he's got knockout power. I got a chance to wrap out with Puna a little bit. He is looking forward to this fight. He's excited about it, and uh, I want to chat with him sometime post-fight. Um, and we kind of joked and said, bro, hopefully you knock this guy out in the first round. Mm. So we can talk story after. Uh, anyway, good luck to you guys. Go and support. Check out UFC Fight Night tomorrow. Uh, I believe he's headlining the prelims. And I'm telling you, I've been watching him. I've been seeing his training. Dude's a beast. He's got unbelievable hands. And he has been just knocking out his opponents. Uh, what else would you expect? From a Kahuku kid, local boy, born and raised, a warrior. Let's go. Good luck, brother. <clears throat> Whoo! Bling, bling. Money ain't a thing. Anyway, did you guys see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl ring? <sighs> Might be the most intricate and detailed Super Bowl ring of all time. Uh, yeah. This is my 2012 100th Grey Cup ring, something in which I'm extremely proud of and love the detail on this thing. Every ring has its own special detail for that specific team, for that year, and the journey. But this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl ring is something out of this world, something I've never seen before. Hence why it's probably the greatest designed ring of any rings of any sports championship ever. I mean, minus all the bling that's on the front and, and the outside story, but what's really special is what's on the inside of this ring. The top unlocks and twists off to reveal the Bucks Stadium with one diamond in it, uh, I believe on the north end zone, uh, wherever their, their home tunnel is that they come out from, that represents them becoming the very first NFL team to host the Super Bowl and win it in your home stadium. That is amazing. Uh, yeah, you guys got to go check out their ring. Just go to their, their Instagram page. It's all over there. And wow. And shout out to my former quarterback in Jacksonville, Byron Leftwich, who is, is the offensive coordinator of the Bucks. I saw him in a video with Tom Brady just glowing with this smile because coaches put in the grind too. And although he never won a championship as a player in Jacksonville, you still are, you know, this whole sports journey, this whole football journey, this whole football life as a player and as a coach and now to finally cash in and, 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 and get one is very, very special. So shout out to you, brother. Congratulations. And wow.
What a ring, what a story, what a journey. Today's featured Olympic athlete is brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda Dealers. All right, um, this next story, I, I feel like this is why I do the CO2 rundown. It's to be able to come across athletes who epitomize what it means to persevere, to overcome, to push, to dig deep, to, to, to push for your dreams and goals no matter what obstacles are in front of you. And Eddie Alvarez, who is representing the United States at the Olympics as a baseball player this year, his story of where he came from is unbelievable. Cuban-American, uh, he obviously lived in Cuba. His family was there and decided to leave in search of freedom. They came to the United States and, and found that freedom. They provided Eddie with an opportunity to, to, to do things, to find sport. And he grew up, this is where it gets interesting. He grew up as an inline skater. A skater, yeah. Inline skater and was so good, he made it to the Olympics and they medaled in the 2014 Winter Olympics. They finished second to Russia. And Eddie talked about that feeling of standing on the podium and listening to someone else's name, another team get called and, you know, gold medal. And, and that, a lot of people outside looking in could look at that and be like, wow, silver medal in the Olympics. That's amazing. But a true champion, a true warrior, a true competitor never settles, is never satisfied with second place. The goal is to be the best. Always. Because, and he talked about it, the hours, daily hours of putting in work, grinding to achieve greatness is what it's all about. And to fall short, that short, they were close. It stings. You know? It's, it's like going to the championship game in, in any other sport and losing by a buzzer beater or, you know, one, one play, last play touchdown or something along those lines. You were so close. Now you got to go back to the whole process again, which isn't, it isn't easy. And as soon as that was over in 2014, he put away the skates and then pursued his other passion, baseball. As you know, in Cuba, baseball is king. Baseball is what these kids do each and every day, all day. So he went back to trying out for baseball, worked at that. He drove across the country. All right, he drove across the country from Arizona to Florida trying out for different scouts. Grinding, trying to find an opportunity, trying to showcase his talent 
in any which way, any takers. And eventually worked his way up, got some minors. And six years later, found himself in the majors for the, for the Marlins and played in his first major league game. If that's not, if that doesn't define what an athlete is, what a true champion is and the, the athlete life and what you have to endure and go through to be at the top, I don't know what else is. And the icing on the cake is that he is now part of the U.S. men's Olympic team with a chance at redemption, with a chance of winning a gold medal. And then the cherry on top, right? It was what he got to be part of the flag bearer. He, at the opening ceremonies today, carried that flag. Chicken skin. You want to talk about a journey? You want to talk about um, relentlessness? That's what it's all about. Sports provides the journey. And the destination isn't always what you want. I'll put a post about this last week on my, on my Instagram. You know, the, the outcome, the wins, the losses, the gold medals, it, it's, it's not ever guaranteed. But the journey, everything that leads up to that, 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 that destination is what's important. Making sure you're enjoying the ride because there's lessons that you learn along that, that process throughout the journey. And his journey is amazing. And it's still going. It's still going. And that's why I love sports. And that's why I couldn't wait to share this story with you guys. Because I know what sports has provided for me. And a lot of you out there, I know what it's provided for you. And so, um, man, enjoy the Olympics. And keep a close eye on Eddie Alvarez. Now that you know a little bit more of his backstory, you can appreciate you know, his his efforts and, and the things you go through. And that's just one story, guys. And this is why it, it, it gets to me at times when fans do things to pro athletes, throwing water bottles or whatever, because you, you don't know. You saw the outcome of the game. Your team lost and you're upset. But everyone has a story. Everyone had to endure some struggle to get into the point where they're at today as professionals. And so all I ask is that you continue to respect every athlete out there, not even just pros, but college athletes, high school athletes. It's, it's, it's a sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice. And so hats off to you, Eddie Alvarez, and thank you for um, you know, sort of showing through your story of what it's about, what athletes go through, and what can be accomplished if you put your head down you dig, you scratch, you claw, and you continue to grind your way to your goals and dreams because it is possible. Today's featured Olympic athlete was brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda Dealers. Whew, yeah, and that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Happy Aloha Friday again. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Olympics. Uh, enjoy UFC fight night watching a local boy, Puna Soriano, do his thing. And I'll see you guys come Monday.